Chandler, listeners, how the hell are we? I'm great, baby. It's game day. Yeah, for you guys, it's game day. For us, it was pain day yesterday. It was fucking awful. Yeah, it didn't that look too so good, bad. Eh? Bro, not good is an understatement. We'll get into it, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, man, it was... Honestly, there's been two horrible Jags games this year to watch. The first was the uh, Texans game, and this game was probably worse because we had high expectations. But we'll get into it for right now. Let's pop on the intro and fucking get after it. Let's hear the jingle. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. Hope this all ends up sounding okay, because for me it's lagging hard, but uh, we are out here, we're balling, and uh, what games did you watch, Chandler? What, which ones were you keeping your eye on? I watched quite a few of them. I think, I honestly, I want to jump right into last night's game. Like, let's start at the okay, bottom. Sure. Because that was the most painful bit of football I've had to watch in a long time. Those, it was and tragic. this is like a perfect example of what we are talking about. How, like, don't make the primetime games until, you know, a couple weeks before. Like, flex every primetime game all season because forcing me to watch that, like, I'm going to watch it's the only football on, but, like, forcing me to watch that was, no one should be, no one should have to do that. Yeah, you shouldn't be subjected to that. And I also think, yeah, and your idea to, to do that all the time would make a lot of sense also as a reward to the teams, too, right? Like, if you're playing well, you get to play at night and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. I think that would be... That- perfect solution to this but that was so bad like that's just incompetent football <laughs> like <laughs> zach wilson is so bad dude so this is where we need to give out give a shout out to our buddy that was hating on us earlier about the raiders backup because if that's the best backup in the league this is a terrible <laughs> league that guy sucks. seriously O'Connell, oh my that guy god, stinks! Yeah, no, <laughs> like he—he he was. Zach had flashes of stuff where I was like, okay, this guy has some talent, right? And then he would just do something stupid. And I'm like, All right, it's painful, bro. And I'm field out. goal after field goal. <laughs> so ugly. Yeah, his numbers didn't look that bad. Zach Wilson's didn't like; they weren't good. But he was 23 for 39 and 263, but no TDs. So it's and then. O'Connell's was 16 of 27 for 153, a TD and an INT. And the Raiders won the game. Like, that's just so ugly. And the Raiders are now 5-5. Five and five. I didn't even know they had that many wins. But, uh, yeah, they should not be playing Sunday Night Football. And why are the Jets always in primetime? I swear this is like the third time this season, at least, that they've had a primetime game. Well, that's what I mean, man. How... Like, they must have made this thinking Aaron Rodgers was going to be playing and people were going to want to watch this, right? Mm -hmm. So as stuff updates, so do the primetime games. Like, that's... yeah. This is why I'm saying, like, it shouldn't be made that early. Because nobody gives a shit about it. I completely agree. As you can can say, like, like, I appreciate how vital kickers are and, like, how important they are to the game of football. Nobody wants to fucking watch them play. Like, nobody cares watching that many field goals, man. Like, 
That's not. That's so no. boring. Yeah, it's not why you you pay to go to the game, but uh, I, I think they should be doing that more. And I, hopefully, they start flexing it out. I don't know what is on tap for the future of the season with uh, night games because the Jags have two night games. We have one against the Bengals and one against the Ravens. So those should be pretty decent those games if we good. play better than. Yeah, if we play better than we did yesterday. <laughs> Holy shit, that was ugly. Let's let's go to that game now. Did you watch the Jags game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was tough to. I was there, and it was tough to watch after the first quarter. It became so ugly so fast, and we just looked so. We also just played bad in every phase. There was not a single bright spot on the team. Everyone played like absolute dog shit, and the play calling was bad. We fumbled everywhere. We drops, tips, picks, like whatever could go wrong did. Is that Murphy's law, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was just so bad. And I, so I don't even know how to feel about the Jags anymore because. If you can't even compete with a team like that, like San Fran's fantastic, don't get me wrong, but if we want to go to the the big game, you got to be able to play against good teams. So I, I, I'm a lot more concerned for the season now. I still think we're going to win our division, but, but Houston looks pretty decent too. So it's getting a lot scarier than I thought it would, but that game was absolutely ugly, man. Like we didn't do anything. We didn't score a fucking touchdown. How, how are you going to have Trevor Lawrence and not score a single touchdown? Yeah, um, I agree with that statement that uh, Houston's looking good. They they blew my parlay. Um, I I've got Shroud on my fantasy team, and I've been playing him, so like I don't hate that. Um, but yeah, they're definitely looking better than I thought they were going to be. San Fran, it's like they, I had them in the top of my power rankings for a while. Uh, maybe not number one, but they were like right up there. The past yeah few games, like three losses in a row, right? Like that's that's hard. Mm. Um, so they had to bounce back at some point, in my opinion, because I don't think they were bad enough to be consistently losing like that. But it is tough when it, no. they do that against your team, right? Dude, the, uh, they destroyed the, us. The Chase Young right. trade. If that was made in fantasy, bro, I would have vetoed that shit. That makes that a super team. That's fucked, man. Like, I don't know how the Jags didn't somehow find a way to make that happen because that was that, that really hurt for me, especially when I knew we had to play them. Because that's the one guy we needed. Like that could have made such a big difference on our team. Like our O line could use some help too. But and they luckily they did make a trade there. But I like for a third round pick, Chase Young. Like you gotta make pull that trigger. Like now they have Randy Gregory too, man. Like they have so many pass rushers. Where I think you gotta like. I think we already know the NFC Championship game is gonna be the Eagles versus the Niners. Like I would I would guess that heavily. And mm-hmm. I think the Niners might be able to beat them because the, both those defenses are just so stacked. It's not even fun. Like, it's it's brutal, man. And I thought the Jags were right there up, up there with him, but we looked pretty far behind yesterday. It looked so... Oh, man, I, I mean, it's not even worth to talk about. Everyone who saw it knows how fucking ugly it was. So bad. It was very bad. But yeah, let's, if... let's move on to a good... <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the if there's any weak point on the Niners, it's definitely their offense, right? Like, even I feel like Debo has been kind of quiet this year, um, which is probably where I'd give Philadelphia the leg up, right, if that if it comes down to it. But if that is the NFC Championship, that's going to be exciting to watch. That'll be a good game. No, that'll be sweet. And yeah, unless they somehow run into each other before then. But I, I think that they, uh, I think they both probably go. And then for the AFC, I think it's a little more anybody's game like the Jags could still turn it around and still get there somehow because I don't I don't I'm not anywhere near as afraid of those two teams like I think the Ravens are beatable I think 
the we'll see but I, I think the Bengals are beatable i think we did beat you guys and i think that uh the chiefs they don't look like the chiefs in previous years so i think that they're beatable too so i think fuck we gotta turn it around and we gotta do so very very quickly but we have we have the titans next week so that should be not a horrible game but we better bounce back on a positive note well the Bengals, fucking... the Bengals just lost to houston so they're yeah. obviously beatable 100%. Yeah, yeah, I know 100%. But Josh Dobbs, did you see him win again? I did. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, um, Is that... I don't know. Minnesota's so looking good, man. Yeah, they shouldn't be, but they, they are. Got... And a guy... Go ahead. They almost have, like, one of those plug-and-play offenses, I think. Like, they've got they've got a decent team. Um, and, you know, Josh Dobbs, like, I think he's good. He's accurate. But, like, he's not great. But you throw him in there and... They're seeing success, right? Yeah, he's a good athlete. He's a competent passer. And, yeah, they're, they're figuring way, ways to win. A guy in our fantasy league started Josh Dobbs this week, and I actually roasted him in our group chat saying, like, not not balls starting Josh Dobbs. And then he end, comes out and plays pretty damn well. I think he put up, like, 20-some-odd points for the guy because he had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So good on him. They got out, they got out hot. It was, like, 27 three at one point or something like that and then New Orleans did make it closer but they still pulled off a dub and it, that'd be crazy if Minnesota could get into the playoffs with Josh Dobbs with their QB like that's that's insane and you'd think after that happens someone's got to give him a chance to actually be their guy because he's been he just keeps getting shipped 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 for a six round pick that's happened like four times in his career I didn't even realize his career had been that long it's he's 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 I think he's the same age as us. Yeah, so he's 23. I'm sorry, 28. Oh, my man. God. And uh, Man's old. Yeah, so he's 20. <laughs> he's 20, 28. He went to Tennessee. He came. He's drafted in 2017 in the fourth round. And he has been on. This is crazy. He was drafted by the Steelers. Then he went to the Jags. Back to the Steelers. Browns, Detroit, Tennessee. Back to the Browns. Arizona, now Minnesota. That is insane. It's Patrick 2.0. Guy has traveled a lot, Josh. Josh, you've seen some shit, but I'm happy for the guy. Did you see that clip of him where he didn't know where the locker room was? Yeah. One guy who worked at the stadium had to like show him, hey, it's down here, man. That's your starting QB, and the guy doesn't know where the, the locker room is. That's a great story, though. I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, next game we can talk about is... Uh, the AFC you go as a whole is like ridiculously close. Like, I was looking mm. at the standings, and so many of the records are just, like, a game off of each other. Like, the wild card race is going to be super exciting in the AFC at the end of the season. Yeah. No, and it's fun that way because it keeps it interesting. There's a lot of teams that are in the hunt when you see the graphics and stuff, and that makes all the games mm-hmm. mean more. So, so I'm I'm happy for that. I think that the NFC is very much top-heavy, whereas in the AFC, there's a lot of similarly skilled teams that all have a shot. So we'll see. How about Cleveland? upsetting Baltimore that was that was a shocker to me I thought Baltimore would have smooth sailing there but no but no Cleveland came in and got the dub yeah that one was interesting I didn't play pay uh too close attention to this one to be honest I don't I don't don't really like either of these teams but uh kind of an interesting one for the division game right like that's that was a like a hard-fought battle 33-31 yeah, no, and, and Cleveland, 
needed that one to, to keep pace because Baltimore could have pulled away a bit in the, in the division by winning that. So that keeps everything closer to where now every team in that division has a chance because, well, Cincinnati lost, but Pittsburgh won. They beat Green Bay. I think Green Bay is pretty trash. Like, I don't, I don't think they're doing anything. That division's pretty shit, too, when you think about it. Who's, who's in, who else in their division? It's Green Bay, Chicago, and... Oh, Detroit's good, and the Minnesota's decent. Okay, so it's not it's not absolutely tragic, but it's not the best division in football. But uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh got a dub. I'm still sleeping on Detroit there. a little bit. In what way? Like, I, they're good. They're like 7-2, and two, right? But it... Yeah. I don't know. To me, they don't feel look like that it. good. Yeah, no, I get that. It doesn't feel like that. I think it's because they don't really play a sexy brand of football. That probably plays a role. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, they are very good. They're they're legit, and I think golf is good enough, absolutely, to take them places. And they do have mm-hmm. a. They put up forty one points yesterday. Though. Holy shit, that's pretty remarkable. How many TDs for for our boy Jared? I'm looking that up right now. But yeah, that no, they, game was they awesome, are, actually. Yeah, it went back and forth the whole like right up to the last minute. I was I, I was sitting with a guy right who was cheering for Detroit, and uh, mm-hmm. they they got a touchdown with like I don't know two minutes left or something like that, and I was like, okay, finally, like they sealed it. This guy can calm down, whatever. I look up, like <laughs> next thing I know, it's tied again. I was like, holy shit, man! Like holy this shit. game is ever gonna end? Uh, they finally yeah, did pull wild. away, and it was good. I was cheering for them. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, it was an exciting one. Stupid Keenan Allen, absolutely fucking snapped against my fantasy team. Yeah, he did. 11 receptions for 175 like 40 and 40 points. That's a good day, man. I did not have the best day in fantasy. I I, I played with my heart, and so I, I didn't start the Niners defense because I was very hopeful that the Jags would come out and snap. And that left 20 points on my bench from my defense, which would have won me Oof. fantasy. So that wasn't, that wasn't chill. Didn't love that. And then my two Jags players, I have ETN, and then I also have Ridley, and they both did basically nothing. It was just an ugly, ugly game, and so I lost my bets. I lost a whole lot of L's were taken yesterday for the Jags and for Ben. I I took some some fucking L's, but hey, it's not hard. It's not, it's not about losing. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I, I butchered that, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, I'll we'll, we'll get back up. And uh, I already watched all the press conferences and shit, and they uh they, they they're like, yeah, this was this was absolutely shit. What I love from Trevor is that this is one of the first ones where. They played really bad, and he didn't give a cookie-cutter response. He basically just said, yeah, we all played the absolute shit, and we need to be better. And what else do you say? You know what I mean? Like, when you're being interviewed and you just put up no touchdowns, there's not much to say. You just kind of got to burn the clock and yeah. go on to the next one. It's or not shit, even like man. you can pinpoint that down to, like, where it went wrong. It went wrong because, you know, the whole team didn't show Everywhere. up. So Yeah, yeah. When, when, the, when the first kickoff when it was it was done from that point it was just so bad but the the colts they beat new england in a very not exciting game as well 10 to 6 and that was in that was in germany i think right yeah yeah i watched that one too and i think that's the end of the international games for the year that's unfortunate because like i don't like the bills playing in them but i do like having (laughs) football that early in the morning because I feel like a lot of Sundays I'll wake up and I'm just sitting around till one o'clock. So I don't hate yeah, the international no, games. They just kind of suck if you're involved. Yeah, they are. They're a nice little novelty. If you, as long as the Jags love them, obviously, because we go so often, that's kind of like a, an additional 
home away from home for us. But yeah, it is nice to wake up, always have football on. That's always good. But this game was a stinker. It was ten to six. Gardner Minshew got the dub. What I find, boy, I love to see it. And go ahead. What I find so strange is that like there's so many Patriots fans over there watching that game. Like I don't understand how anybody outside of America cheers for the Patriots. Like the whole premise of the team is that you're patriotic to America. Like how is that your favorite team as a Canadian or how is that your favorite team as a European? I think a lot of it has to do with just how much they won. Right? And so if if you're going to get into the sport of football that there's a strong likelihood that if you did it in the 2000s you're you're probably going to be a Patriots fan. That's fair. I don't like it. I hate it. <laughs> but it's it's probably it's the reason. Yeah, no, no, me neither, man. But then uh, we'll talk about the Thursday night game too while we're while I'm looking at it right now. I feel so bad for Bryce Young. Like they, their team looks so shit. And the hardest part is that CJ Stroud's looking so good. And so it's like they're they're forever gonna be linked. They're one and two. Man, they're gonna be linked. Some of the balls, some of the throws he was making, bro, were dog shit. Like, they were not his team's fault either. Like, some of that was on him. He was throwing terrible balls. No, it looks very bad. It looks like the the, the play calling does not fit to his skill set. And it, the scariest part for me, though, is, is how much, especially the QB position, is mental and, like, emotionally driven. So if, if he gets down on himself, that's tough to come back from. I'm hoping this is just, like, a Trevor Lawrence-type year, where first year where he... It gets like shit. They're able to blow it up in the offseason, spend a bunch of money, hopefully get him some help. But yeah, he looks he looks lost out there. And he he's little, man. Like uh, He's a very small human being to be playing quarterback. So when he's taking all these hits, I fear for his safety as like being able to stay upright for the whole season. So good luck to them. And then the Bears, the craziest shit is that the Bears winning because they have Carolina's pick increase the chances of them getting the first overall pick, which is just hilarious. Yeah, that's that's so funny. It's like you're you're trying to lose out the season now because you're so bad, but like winning actually gets you a better pick. Like it's yeah, be, but like again, why is that game on a prime time? Why is that game on Thursday? Who the fuck's watching that? Thursday night games are oftentimes super ass. I remember, and I'm saying that as a Jags fan, who that used to be our only prime time game of the year was we'd get one Thursday nighter against Tennessee. We got that for like three or four years in a row, and I can admit like they're trash. Like, like it, they, they do it so much. But I guess you got to give all the teams at least one. But, yeah, that's so bad. Like, that was a stinker. I watched it because I, I had uh, a parlay of it because I was just sitting there watching. But yeah, it was it was ugly. There was a lot of ugly football this well, week, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that, well, that's what I mean, though. It's like the Thursday night games don't have to be bad, right? People are going to watch it because it's the only football available. Make it a good mm. game that people actually want to watch. Yeah, and like we'll even counting. Monday, like the Bills get a Monday night game. The Bills are a decent team, but why that like why are we gonna watch them slap the shit out of Denver? Like there yeah, are so I, many good games that Buffalo is playing against good teams that we could have put on a Monday night, but it's the one against Denver. Is it in Buffalo? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. That'll that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, let me double check that. I think people coming into the year thought Denver would be better than they are. So that, 
when they make the schedule, maybe that's what they're thinking. But there's too many shit games on primetime. That needs to change for sure. We'll keep saying that until they change it. The, the, I was happy to see Kyler Murray looking like Kyler Murray out there too for the Cardinals, and they beat the Falcons. The Falcons are a shit show. I think that the coach probably gets fired. But uh, it was good to see Kyler because coming back from an ACL with how he plays, he's so quickness-oriented. So that's like anti-ACL. So it was great to see him actually running around making plays, and he had a really nice run to keep the chains moving and, and get them in a position to win. So that was awesome to see. Welcome back, Kyler. I love that guy. I I, I think they're I I don't I think they're dumb if they draft a QB because I think he's good enough, and they could use that pick towards helping him get more talent because that that team is not very talented. But Atlanta is a talented see, team, but. I'm very much on the other side of that fence. I'm actually not. I'm not a Kyler guy. Uh, I don't think he's that good, and I think he's too small to play quarterback, man. Like these aren't the Doug Flutie days. This guy can't even see over the line of scrimmage. Um, Yeah, he's. But even just scraping away a two-point win against Atlanta, who's terrible, like that doesn't give me a lot of hope for Kyler either. Like if Kyler was coming back playing like as good as we're saying Kyler is. It should have been more than a two-point win over Atlanta because Atlanta, yeah, I think it's coaching. Like they, they're underutilizing Bijan for sure. That guy needs to be on the field every play. But if if Kyler's going to be that much of a difference maker, you got to beat Atlanta by more than two points. Yeah, I think a lot of things to unpack there. I think the first thing is Atlanta needs a QB, and they don't have that right now. And then I think the opposite problem is what Arizona has, where their team is dog shit. Like everything, there's nothing around him. Like he's got. He has nobody to throw the ball to besides like a few more slot-based weapons. And their defense is trash. Their O-line is not good. Like they, they they need a lot of help. They they purposely were trying to tank this year, it seemed like. So I, I still think, I, I don't know what they do with him though because they signed him to a massive contract with a lot of guaranteed money. So someone, for them to move on from him, they need to find a home for him. And I don't know who would be trading for him. Could, could you think of a good fit for him? For Kyler? Yeah. I I honestly think he's best in Arizona because you got to build the team around somebody, right? Like, you can't get rid of him and then have absolutely nobody to build around and just draft because, like, you can't draft 52 players, right? So, like, no, he's good enough in Arizona for now. You know, get him some more weapons, get him some protection. And you'll start to trend upwards and you can fill in the rest of the spaces and then maybe get a quarterback later. But I, I wouldn't ship him out just because then Arizona's got nothing. There's going to be years of first-round draft picks. Yeah, they they got to make the choice of what they want to do with their picks. It's going to be probably a top-five pick. So they're going to be in the conversation for the, uh, the top QBs in the draft. So they're going to have that choice to make. I would keep Kyler and, and hopefully stack up some... some uh, some more skill positions around him and more help, but they're going to have to make that decision in the off season. And hopefully they don't win too many more games. And then they actually have that draft pick to make that conversation happen. But another guy that uh, I love talked about the show a bunch is Sam Howell. And he had another game where he mm-hmm. was very good in fantasy this week, but they, uh, they were, they lost to Seattle. I, I think Seattle's a decent team. And when they're playing in Seattle, that's always a very, very tough game uh, to play at. So a tough stadium. So I wasn't shocked to see them lose. I was shocked that they actually kept it that close. It was 26-29. Yeah, Seattle, I find, is like sneaky good. Uh, I don't think they're a major threat. I think they'll probably lose first or second round of the playoffs. 
Um, but I definitely think they're a better team than Washington. Howell is a dog. No, no shade on him at all. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't expect this one to be quite as close. Um, I didn't find it overly exciting either. Like Seattle should have won. Um, mm. and they did. That's just kind of how it was going to play out. Yeah, big dub for Seattle. Good on ya. What, what, and let's, let's talk about our boy Baker. Baker got a dub back in the win column. Did you watch that game? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not very closely. I had it on. Yeah, yeah. So it was twenty to six, I think. My Wi-Fi shit, it's loading. But uh, yeah, Baker got a dub for Tampa Bay against Tennessee. I think Tennessee's pretty shit. But uh, Will Levis didn't have a a three touchdown game for your boy Hopkins. Did you start Hopkins this week? Yep, of course I did. I mean, most of my guys were on a bye. Like, I had Cup on a bye. Um, One other guy that was pretty vital. But uh, I don't know. That one, I actually was going for Tennessee on that one. I had Tennessee in a parlay. Um, Mm. I I don't think Tampa's very good at all. Um, And especially, they lost last week, right? It was, yeah, it was kind of like a painful game the week before for for Tampa. Yeah. so I don't know this one. Yeah, it was a bit of a toy the bowl game for for me as well. But yeah, it was a little disappointing to see Levis kind of fall flat this week. I was rooting for them, but yeah, another. I, I don't. I feel like a lot of the games this week weren't that exciting. Like no, it was kind of like almost the entire NFL's bye week. <laughs> it was a weird week, man, and the Jags game definitely played a role in that for me personally. But it was a very strange week across the yeah. board. All the games I was watching, I'm like, this, I don't know why, this just feels kind of strange. And uh, I'm hoping that your game will be a good one. I'll be watching tonight. But I think that you guys should handle them. I think this could be your TSN turning point, where it shifts the season back in your favor. If you get like, a big convincing win, where Josh is slicing and dicing, running for touchdowns, throwing for touchdowns. I, I see it. I think you guys will probably win by like 14 to 21 points tonight. And next time, next week, I'll be talking to a happy Chandler. I am praying that tonight is just an absolute blowout. Like, I don't want to watch another close game for Buffalo, at least. Like, we've got a tough schedule coming up. This one needs to be an absolute slapping. Or, yeah. Oh, we have to win for sure. But, like, I I want it done by, like, 30 points. Like, Dallas against New York. They did this already. They beat them 40 nothing earlier in the season. 49-17 yesterday. Like, New York is terrible one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst. Dallas handled this well. It doesn't change my opinion of Dallas at all. I think you're right. I think they're under Philadelphia and San Francisco, kind of like a tier below, because this mm-hmm. is just exactly how it should have played out. Anybody should beat New York by this much. Um, yes. But I need to see that from Buffalo. Yeah, and I think I think you will tonight. But it's insane. Oh, my God, he's stats were terrible. But Tommy DeVito... He has two passing touchdowns, and apparently that's more than Daniel Jones has this year. I saw that. Oh I can't God. confirm. But that's if that's real, that is absolutely tragic that he has more passing touchdowns than Daniel Jones. Yeah, the Giants are in a super situation. I hated that they gave him that money. Like I think that was a really dumb re-sign for Daniel Jones. Like, I think that it screamed Blake Bortles to me. I thought that was the exact same situation where we were like, oh, our team, uh, what else do we do? We don't want to blow it up, so we'll just pay this guy. And he just was clearly not the guy. But now you're kind of stuck with them. And they are now for like another two years or so. So that's tough. The Giants are shit. I feel bad for Saquon. They should just, I think they should, they should have traded Saquon at the deadline. 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him too. He's never gonna get a championship there. Um I don't, I don't like I'm okay with them being awful. I'm not really a big Giants fan. But No, they're, they're Yeah, they're gonna continue they're gonna to be terrible. Up. The only reason this guy should be called Danny Dimes is if that's what he's paid. He should be paid <laughs> yeah. in dimes. Zinger. Got him. <laughs> that's that's good. But the uh the Niners uh, you see them uh you see McCaffrey fucking roasting us after the, in the press conference. He's like, because he didn't get the record for the most touchdowns, most games in a row with the touchdown. And so he's like, yeah, I suck. Everyone else in our team oh. scored, but I didn't. I was like, oh, you dick. <laughs> so uh, I get it. though. Like, he's not wrong, but it definitely hurt. <laughs> and uh, they try. I never it. understand just... why in, why in a game right. like that, the coaches aren't at least helping him out. Like, he's going for this record. If you're already up by a bunch, try and get this guy a touchdown. The coaches, it almost looks like sometimes they're specifically like, fuck your record. No, they tried. They tried. They they were they were up by 30-some-odd points, and they're in the ten, at the 10-yard line, and he had four plays in a row they went to him. In a row. Even on fourth down. They oh, went wow. To try to get him the record, and RD stopped him. It's like, I don't know. I get for pride, but fuck, like you already lost by thirty points. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like whatever. Man, but, uh, I yeah. um, I just something similar happened to me in the Jets game because Brees Hall scored a touchdown. It got called back, and the yeah. next like four plays they gave him the ball, but they got a penalty. Like that's why I got called back. So they were like ten yards away from the end zone now, and they're running this guy up the gut. And I was like, can we like throw it, get a little closer, and then run it? It was like I really needed that touchdown for fantasy. And he got it, and then now they're giving it to him four plays in a row. I was like, we're not close enough for this. Like, So that was frustrating as hell, but it was the same sort of thing. They were desperately trying to get him that touchdown. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... So McCaffrey's streak is finally over. So if you were betting that every single week, this is the first week it didn't hit. And it's done. Go start a new one against someone else. McCaffrey, get out of here. I don't want to see you till the Super Bowl against Jacksonville. But what one thing that's crazy in the AFC South connection is... How good CJ Stroud looks like he's probably in the MVP conversation right now as a rookie, which is insane to say and not something I thought I'd be able to say. I think the way that the league award works, they'll never give it to him. They'll give him rookie of the year, but he won't be in contention for MVP. But you're right. His numbers do look like he, he could be. Um, again, it's unfortunate that the Texans aren't good enough because that would be a deadly team with like a couple more pieces. I think if he continues this pace, it's hard not to give him the MVP award if they make it to the playoffs because of how shit the team is around him. How else, like who else do you say is the MVP? You're probably right. They probably won't give it to him just because of the fact that he is a rookie and shit like that. That hasn't happened in a very, very long time, but no one's running away with it this year. Like there's no clear cut candidate for who the MVP I... is. You got I someone? I feel like they mind? love quarterbacks and they love like offensive weapons. They're more likely to give it to like the star player on a good team. It's mm. the same with like Super Bowl MVPs. Like half the time they'll just give it to like the quarterback of the team that won. It's like, man, there's other guys out here making plays and doing stuff. But that like it's most likely it'll go to fucking Mahomes or something again. Yeah, we're pretty lazy with that. That's a very good point. We always just, by default, give it to the QB and the most well-known QB. It would be cool. They should have an MVP for a non-QB. Like, there should be another award that that, MVP, that QBs can't win. Like, they should have their own. It should just be like... Because obviously, it's going to be the QB based on 
the rules and the sport itself. It's going to happen every time. It's going to be the QB. So it's kind of stupid that it's they even have it where it could go either way. But see, I don't like that. Like, I, I wish that anyone was just as eligible to win it and we didn't yeah. keep giving it to quarterbacks. Like, because they really do kind of like make this sport more and more of, of like a, a one person game. Like the quarterback is just the only important person. It's becoming less and less of like a team sport and more of like, you know, you get a good quarterback and then a supporting cast. And I hate that. Like, I wish there were more offensive guys that, or, or even defense, like it's so rare to even see like a defensive MVP, like, or the Heisman winners, stuff like that. Right. Like defense gets no love. Um, Although thinking about it, I, I would say it's probably more likely it goes to McCaffrey or um, <clears throat> why am I forgetting his name right now? QB in Philadelphia. Hurts. Yeah, it's more likely to go to one of those two than Mahomes, but I would like to see McCaffrey get it. Like even just like just stop giving to a quarterback. McCaffrey deserves it. I, I would like to see him get a ring too. Like if Buffalo's not going to be in the championship, I might go for San Francisco because I think he deserves, like he deserves a lot of love. That guy's one of the best players I've ever seen. Yeah, no, he's he's fun to watch. I hate that he's on the, the beat up in the Jags, but he's undoubtedly very fun to watch. His numbers are pretty good, but I don't know. Actually, he's got um, so he's got that that can't be right. Okay, receptions total. Okay, so he's got seven hundred and forty-seven rushing yards, nine TDs. I think, that's, I think there's a rushing TDs. Let me double check that. But it's going to be tough for him to get it. Like, he's... No, wait, did he run a... Oh, 20-yard shuttle. Okay, I thought I was looking at his information. I'm like, did he run a 4-2? There's no way I would have heard about that. But he ran a 4-4-8. He's super fast. He's electric, man. He's tough to get down, too. When we were trying to tackle him, he's surprisingly sturdy for a guy who's that shifty. Yeah, so he's got... I don't know if he's updated, but he's got nine rushing touchdowns and then four receiving. Yeah, so he's that's pretty impressive, but it probably goes to a QB. That's the other thing. Probably he's, get it. he's a dual threat. He's a dual threat, right? Like this guy, he's such a good receiver too. So to be that fast and that shifty, a good receiver, and be kind of hard to get brought down. Like, in my personal opinion, he's in contention for like the best of all time running backs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a crazy statement. I think, well, he's probably the best running back in the league right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah. He's definitely the the most impactful. Like even some of the other guys we're talking about, like Saquon Barkley, like he's not changing games. Like he's good, but he's not changing games. And there's not a lot of running backs that are doing that right now. Uh, and that's why I kind of I like McCaffrey. Yeah, it takes some of the spotlight away from the quarterback. And they kind of have to because I don't think I still don't think Brock Purdy's that good. Yeah, he destroyed us, but we played like shit. I still think he's very mid. He's just on the Avengers. Like their team is so good around him that. It doesn't matter that much. He's hog guy. Yeah, exactly. 100%. He just, <laughs> he's there. And uh, it, yeah, he bounced back. And they, they needed to fucking win, though. If they lost four in a row, that would have been absolutely crazy for them. So mm. I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, Jacksonville being, what, six and three, you're still leading the division and you're still very much going to make the playoffs. There's so many teams in the NFL or in the AFC with like, five and four records and five and five records. Like I still think Jacksonville's in a pretty good spot. Yeah. We're only one game ahead of uh, Houston now, which is crazy to think about. I would not have guessed that we have, we have some division games coming up, so we better win our, our 
our game against our second game against Houston. That will actually matter. Whereas when I looked at that earlier in the season, I'm like, oh, it's a throwaway game. Give us the W. Not even concerned about it. Now, I, now I don't know. It could go either way. I really hope that we figure our shit out. The play calling still seems sus. So our OC is calling the plays, and it's the first time he's had that responsibility. It doesn't make sense. Kurt and I, producer Kurt and I, are always texting during the game, being like, "What the f- like? Why the fuck are we doing this? Our play calling is always so suspect. We have guys that can air it out. Why don't we do it more? I don't know. Because typically, when we go to that well, it, it it's fruitful. Like it works, but we just don't do it very often. We love to fucking do inside inside zones for like one yard, then another one for two yards, and then we try to go for third and long, and then we don't convert. It's like fuck me, man. Shocker. We do this every goddamn time. What do you think the defense is going to do? They're going to key on it. So. I wish I could be calling the plays. I do. I'd be clicking that Ask Madden button. See, that's funny because very similar problem in Buffalo with the very opposite problem because I think it's our play calling too. Like our play calling looks totally pedestrian, but so much of it is downfield shit. And like sometimes we just need five or six yards. Like we've got a running back that can get five yards of carry. Like just get some choppy first downs and stop throwing it you know 50 yards down the field on every play just because we've got that guy because then when you do try that they're not going to expect it and you might be able to break a big one but you're not going to do it on every play no yeah i think that what we need to do is get your oc and our oc on a zoom call and say take our half half our playbook and you take the other half and then we'll be good i think they need to do a little bit of the dragon ball z fusion Fusion. Me, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then set, like mix them together, then cut them in half and separate them. And you'll have two guys that can do a little bit of both. You'll have one right? competent OC. One yeah, it's... But, you know, they're still a good, promising team, so... I still have high hopes for the season. I want to at least make the playoffs, but we're we're chasing, right? Like, right now... Where, like, there are, there's, okay, the Bengals are ahead of us for the for the last wildcard spot. So we are chasing a wildcard spot. I need you guys to beat Houston, too, you actually, win tonight. Houston's got the last spot right now. Do they, they're in the playoffs yeah. right now? Yeah, in the wow. last wildcard spot. But if you guys win tonight, you're in there, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we'll be six be and good. four, so we'll still be behind Pittsburgh and Cleveland, but we'll be yeah. ahead of Cincinnati and Houston. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys get it. I can't see a world where you don't. I'm so hopeful that you guys win your division because I have a. Uh... Actually, that probably is probably fucked because I also bet on the Bengals to win their division, and that's probably not going to happen because actually the Ravens took an L though, so it's it's not like they're too far ahead. What what's the Ravens record? I'm looking that up right now. My my parlay on like division winners is offering like a higher payout than I put into it now, um, and I also had Cincinnati winning their division. Really? Like you know you can cash out and they'll offer you yeah. more if they think it's like getting closer and closer to hitting. Yeah, they're offering mm-hmm. me more than I put in, um, and I have Cincy winning. I have Buffalo winning. Um, a lot of the other ones are are pretty spot on. Like I think I may have one that has Baltimore winning. Okay, so that one might be a little more promising at the moment but i think i have jacksonville winning all of them too so mm. i don't know i'm hoping to win that still yeah i i hope so too i i, th- I bet on all eight division winners and i think i have like mm-hmm. five of them in there currently so i'm hoping that, that it ends in our favor but who fucking knows 
Gambling sucks. It's so much fun, but it sucks. This week was a tough week for Ben and Ben's bank account. I took some, so many L's. I started off hot with a Michigan dub, and uh, I tried to roll that into a Jags bet, and that did not go well. So here, here we are. Have you heard about the whole, the uh, the Jim Harbaugh sign stealing scandal? Yeah, bro. It's go insane. into a it's... little bit of detail on that though, because I don't know all the details. Yeah, man. So it's it's fucking deep. Like there is so much gossip and drama and all this crazy shit. So I'll try to give you what I know, but this story changes by the minute. So I'll probably get a lot of it wrong. There's probably more update information. Here we go. There's a guy who who worked for Michigan who was a lower level assistant that orchestrated this complicated sign stealing operation where he would basically pay for guys to go to different games of their opponents, film their O and D signs. And then basically create a system that they knew all the signs and what they meant. And so now they're, they're penalizing Harbaugh for this, for this guy doing it. Because basically, since he's running the ship, he knows that, that that's not allowed, they're saying. Because it, it, apparently it is violating their, their rules for the Big Ten, I think it is. I don't think it's the NCAA. I think it's the Big Ten. And so they're penalizing Harbaugh because he allowed that to go on. And he wasn't allowed to coach at the game against Penn State this weekend, which was crazy because they, they don't actually even have proof that Harbaugh knew. Like, they don't have that to prove it. So, like, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? And also, like, like every team's not doing this. There's no fucking way we're the only team that steals signs. There's no chance. You think? Like, that in depth? For sure, dude. There's so much money at stake. There's no chance this isn't happening at every goddamn school. I bet, I would bet my bottom dollar on that shit but the, the st- i have to give some cred to the guy who was the lower level executive have i told you his story Mm-mm. dude he's a fucking psycho but you gotta respect it so he as like a teenager decided i want to be the head coach of michigan football that was his life dream and so he got into michigan and he decided instead to go into the military to go to school there because he based on his research he saw that most of the co- coaches for Michigan in the history, have a military background. So he went to the military because he thought it would be a better chance for him to become a fucking Michigan head coach. He then gets hired in Michigan. That and is so he's so wild. Pa- Isn't that fucked? And he's so passionate about it. He wants to make this name for himself so bad that he starts this whole complicated operation and he's a lower level assistant. So you got to give him some, some props. He's got balls and he fucking knows what he wants. He's got a plan and he's executing it. And so connection to the media world is Barstool, uh, Dave Portnoy, he went to Michigan. And so when he heard about this, he's like, yeah, you're going to get fired, buddy, but you can come work at Barstool. I respect that kind of commitment. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think they, they blew that, or he blew that shot in becoming a head coach? Because Harbaugh's taking the blame for all this. I think at Michigan he did. Yeah, I, I think at Michigan he did. I don't think there's any chance that guy will ever be the head coach. There's no chance of that. And I also think that if this shit does continue and they actually make Harbaugh have a stiff punishment, he'll probably just go to the NFL. He's had options in the past and we had to fight to keep him. So he'll probably just go to the NFL. Why, why deal with all the penalties if you can just run away? Do you think he's that good? I, for college, I think he's the perfect college head coach. Like I don't, I don't think there's a better coach out there, but for and he did actually really, really well in the pros, too. I can't even say that he wasn't successful. He went to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. 
I, I, I do think he's that good. I, I really do. He's he's a leader of men, and it definitely shows. A funny bit about Harbaugh, too, is he's such a boomer. He he does everything in Excel. Like, even, like, writing shit, he'll do it in Excel. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, when he writes out a plan or, like, a letter or something like that, he does it fucking in Excel. That's the most old man shit I've ever heard in my life. That gives me anxiety, dude. I hate Excel. And, like... I'm pretty proficient with programs. Like I've got all the yeah. design apps on my computer and I fucking hate Excel. I couldn't imagine doing that. Yeah. Excel is gross too. I had to take some classes with it and I hate that shit. Some people are so good. They can do some crazy ass shit, but he's not even using it for what its purpose is. Like he's not doing spreadsheets and shit like that. He's literally, dude, he's like, I run my yeah. life in Excel. And they're like, oh, why do you do this? He's like, oh, it's the first thing I learned. And I just said, oh, this works. I'll keep doing it. Like that is wild. That is a dad. That's kind of me with my notes app. Yeah. Like I use my notes app for so much random shit. Like even if I have like an idea for like a sketch or something I want to do later, I'll just go in mm -hmm. the notes app and like use the little marker things and like do a really rough draft. So I don't forget it later. That's sweet. Like, there's way better options for that. The notes app is pretty sweet though, man. I use it a lot too. Like I put my to-do list on that thing every single day and I've tried like to-do list apps and whatnot, but they don't hit like, they don't hit like the notes app. So I'm a big, I'm a big notes guy too. Plus, I don't know if people know this, but you can have a collaborative note too. So if you ever want, just so like say for this mm -hmm. show, like we have a note and Chandler, when I put something on there, Chandler can see it right away and, and vice versa. So it's a pretty versatile free tool. I didn't think we'd be talking about this today. Man, but... you can scan documents. <laughs> That's, but yeah, people, a lot of people don't know that. That's fucking crazy. That's sweet. It's awesome. So like you got a piece of paper. Fucking hold your camera over it, and then you can choose like the corners of the paper, and then it scans it, it makes it a PDF, and then you can use it for whatever. It's crazy. For big notes, guys. I love it. <laughs> In case you didn't know, we're yeah. big notes, guys. But I do love it. And when I saw that, I actually lost my mind because a lot of times they make you pay for those scanning apps, and there's one in your freaking notes app. Like, that's absolutely badass. Love that. But for football, well, I did a lot of my college right. program remotely because it was during COVID. Yeah, And I would hand in assignments like that. I would do them at home on paper and yeah. then just scan it and send it in instead of having to like do it on a computer. Yeah, no, that's badass. And it's so convenient just pop it out the phone and be like, here we go. I think, mm -hmm. we talked about, I think we talked about every game though too, man. Is there anything that, did you see a game that we missed? Let me see, I'm gonna... Let me check. I, I was moving on to college, so I have to go back to NFL now. Um, we briefly talked about Pittsburgh and Green Bay, but that one that one was unfortunate. I had Green Bay in my parlay because um, mm -hmm. Pickett sucks. But again, that was a bit of a toilet bowl game. I think that's just about everyone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about the Thursday game coming up. Who's in that? Because we won't have another episode before then. True, yeah. It's a good one. Who's in that? Baltimore and Cincinnati. Oh, that is wow! That is really good. Yeah, finally a good prime time game. Yeah, no, that that'll be sweet. And there's actually huge implications for the uh, playoff seedings and stuff like that from there. So that that'll be good. A game that we actually all want to watch. Who, who do you think takes that? That's anybody's game, man. Like that's that's why I like these. Um, mm. If I have to choose right now, I'm probably giving it to Baltimore. Cincinnati looked terrible this past weekend, man. Like, how are you going to lose to Houston? They did look really bad. But I, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that I, I think Cincy will take it. 
I don't know um, how that rivalry usually looks because, like, there's a lot of games um, where, like, Dak Prescott always plays well against the Eagles, right? Mm. Um, Jacksonville always plays well against Buffalo. Like, I don't know if they have something like this where, like, since <laughs> he just always takes these games. Um, mm. But in my opinion, I have a little more confidence in the Ravens right now. I hope the Bengals win because I have them to win the division in my parlay, but I don't know. Anybody's game. It'll be exciting to watch. I like that one. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it for sure. But that's, uh, I think that's pretty well everything for football related. So should we go into show stealers or what? Yeah, mine's in the dock. Huge. Okay. I will pull that up. Give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're just listening to this, you can watch it too. So don't forget that uh, on Spotify and YouTube, there is a video. So don't forget to watch. So I'm pulling up Chandler's thing right meow. Going to the dock. Here we go. I don't think producer Kurt put one in there. So we're going to have to go with... uh, Mine's a, a like a bad one, like it's not good. <laughs> so, so uh, that'll be interesting to see. But let's pull up yours. We've got a head-to-head matchup this week. Let's go. Okay, so here's this is Chandler. So I will share my screen right now. Sorry, guys. Screen. And... I don't even remember what mine was. No. Not at the moment. Okay. This is it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, this now. Okay, here we go. The middle, and we're going to start a fight and push and push and push and push. He never stopped. Now, watch when he comes out of this pile. Get off me. Yeah. Watch that, Pacheco. Look at this maniac. Freeze that. That's beautiful. This is this is my American Gothic right here. This is my Banksy. This is art. This dude looks like. Look at he's got this completely meaningless scrap of a wristband. He's got the dirt and the shrapnel. All those are all catty wumpus. I'm telling you right now, he looks like a guy with the Fury Road with Mad Max. He should have a guitar with fire coming out of it. Pacheco, roll it. Look at this man. I love it. I would have this in my room like someone would have Farrah Fawcett poster. I want Isaiah Pacheco. That is my look at the armbands just peeling off. That guy's been through battle. Pacheco, look at this. This Jesus guy's Christ. got the rear naked choke. This guy's holding him up. So this guy's enthusiastic. Get off me. Pacheco, you are a beauty. We need more people like that in the world. Holy shit, that guy's fired up. I, I actually I'm a like big Kyle Pacheco Brand. guy. He's been disappointing yeah. in fantasy. Yeah, Kyle Brandt. So that's what I was going to say. This this show stealer is Kyle Brandt, not Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, so I'm kind of on the side where like, I don't love a lot of like sports analysts and stuff like that because most of the time I feel like they're getting paid way too much to say dumb shit. And like, sorry, but like Ian Rappaport bugs the hell out of me, bro. I hate seeing that guy's face, but this guy hilarious. And like, that was just a ton of enthusiasm for like a guy that I share that enthusiasm with. So yeah. Why, why do you hate uh, Rappaport? I just don't agree with a lot of his takes. And okay. he, to me, he gives me these like smug vibes. Mm. And like, I hate getting that from guys that look like they couldn't play football to save their fucking lives. <laughs> like this guy. Cool. Uh, Pat McAfee. Cool. Respect your opinion. 
This mm-hmm. guy comes in. He looks like a nerd. He's like five foot ten, bro. And then he's telling me about football. Get out of here. You bully, you bully him. He's a nerd. <laughs> Go hang out with Mike McDaniel. You nerd. Yeah, you Go freaking build Legos nerds. together. Sounds pretty fun, actually. If you guys have any more space, let me know. I'm in. But uh, <laughs> Lego Death but, Star. But here's my here's mine. So don't know if you saw this. But the Jets receiver, Wilson, had a clear-cut chance to catch this Hail Mary at the end of the game. And his tight end, well, he did what he did. They all go up. He literally swatted down. No. Like, what the fuck are you trying to... Like, have you ever caught a ball before? If you just put your hands straight up, you don't catch it. Like, what the hell are you doing? So Conklin playing defense for the Raiders is my show stealer of the week. Great SWAT. I've seen Chandler make a bunch of those plays. Bro. But he was on defense. Idiot. (laughs) I know. So those are our two. Uh, Producer Kurt didn't give us this one this week. What the heck, Producer Kurt? But uh, I think think yours is a clear-cut winner. Yeah, I I like mine. I'm gonna vote for mine too. I think my my take on yours, like if you're not the guy with the hops, wait for the rebound. Yeah, exactly. you know, you've got like your wideouts out there that are going up for the ball, and then a lot of time gets smacked down, and somebody will catch it, right? Like be the like the basket at yeah. the bottom for when somebody knocks it down. Yes, or yeah, one of the craziest wins in Jaguars history. Cool <laughs> or that's chill. Yeah, one of the craziest. Wins in Jaguars history. That's exactly what happened. They swatted it down, and we caught it and got in. The call on that was a fucking awesome call. I mean, before we end this episode, I want to find it because it was a. Uh, yeah. It's an iconic, an iconic call by a, a great announcer. Here's I found it. Okay, it was David Garrard. What a beauty that guy was. Thick Vic. Okay, let's go share. I remember Screen. that guy. Yeah, he was a beauty, man. Okay, here we go. The deep guys to knock it away. There are Mike Sims Walker. Steps up. Fires. Mike Sims Walker. Knocked down. Oh, he caught it. Oh, unbelievable. Mike Thomas. Touchdown, Jack. Oh, divisional game too. That's dope. Yeah, they showed again. David Garrard, big, strong off. Has enough time for the receivers to get down there, and you said it. Mike Sims Walker's going to go up for it, but it's knocked to the ground, right into the hands of Mike Thomas. Glover Quinn knocks it down with both hands like a volleyball player spiking it over the net right into so good, the man. catch. I'll never tire of watching Thomas. that. See, and th- it's ridiculous like how often that's a possibility. Yeah, I like if I was a offensive coordinator or something, I would drop my Hail Mary specifically to have like one or two guys trail behind a bit. Yeah. And like almost not even be in the end zone because they'll knock it down like at the like two and then you can catch it like quick step into the end zone. Yeah, no, 100%. I completely agree. I completely agree. But I, th- I think uh, we'll give Kyle Brandt the show stealer for this week. I think it was a clear-cut W for you, Kyle. So congratulations. You, he's usually given out the angry run award, but 
this week, he's winning the show stealer of the week. So anything else that you want to add, Chandler? Um, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk Go for it. real quick about the bets I'm throwing down on this Bills Let game. me hear it. And I want your input. All right. So, I'm going to bring it up right here to see the odds. The The point total is 47.5. Oh, wow. I feel like the Bills could single-handedly get that against Denver. But is Denver going to get any? Yeah, I don't know. Our defense is kind of ass right now. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably take the under there. I don't know. Where are you going? I don't know. See, I don't know if I want to touch that one. Like on, I use 365, and on 365, the spread is only seven points. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to take that for Buffalo to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple like same game parlay, like player props and stuff I'll probably throw on. Yeah. But that, that point total is what's confusing to me. Like the Bills could easily run it up to 47.5. Like, Dallas almost did that mm. themselves, right? Um, but then you're kind of relying on Denver to at least get like seven, yeah, right? Like push it over the point five or mm. something. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what to expect with this. I game. like the spread though. I think that's a good bet. The seven points, I would take that. I might, I might make something a bet with including that. But uh, that 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 point total, that points total, that's pretty large. I think you're right. I think you guys probably score between twenty and thirty points. But then you're does do they score more than ten? I don't, I don't. I don't know, man. Like they're pretty, pretty ass. So I'd probably dig the under on that, but it could go either way. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna touch that one. Well, next episode, we'll have, you'll have to let us know how your bets went. Yeah, I'm doing the over on Josh Allen passing yards. That's easy. What is it? I have Kincaid scoring an anytime touchdown. What's the pass yards? Uh, on the passing yeah. yards, two seventy-seven point five. I hope you hit that. Yeah, I think you will. Likewise. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Russell Wilson's is only 212, man. Yeah, because he's shit. <laughs> he's trash. 212 is yeah, he is. still hard he do be shit, if though. you're really bad. So, yeah. I'll go on the over on Russell Wilson interceptions. Is it Let's one? That. 0.5 or what is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I would take that. 0.5. I think he yeah. does a pick for sure. I think that's easy work, easy money for your kid. Mm. So I would do that. But if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to YouTube yet, go to YouTube, click subscribe, subscribe to us in Spotify as well, and or Apple Podcasts. You take your pick. We're everywhere. And I pre- we always appreciate you listening. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tune in every single week. That's that's all from me, Chandler. Anything else you want to add? I'm good, man. All right. Let's look forward to the game tonight and then another good week of football until we meet again. Let's get it. Good luck to your bills tonight, buddy, and good luck on your bets, and good luck to everyone who is listening and watching, and here comes the outro. Goodbye. They're boys. Or who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were.